G'day, tea baggers. Uh, it's Will here. I won't linger long because we only recorded this episode yesterday, so all the da- the plugs are up to date and everything. But I will say this: uh, Duels and I end up doing quite an extended riff on a thing called Sniglets. Now, it was just a word that I misspoke during uh, the episode, but you'll get it when you'll get it when you hear it. But I did want to mention up the top that after we finished, I googled Sniglets just to see if there was an, an actual thing called Sniglets. And Sniglets, it turns out. Uh, Rich Hall, as a lot of you would know, um, the uh, Barry Award-winning comedian at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, um, the guy that most is like from The Simpsons was based on, a brilliant, brilliant stand-up comedian. Uh, Rich Hall did a thing called Sniglets uh, during uh, his 1980s HBO comedy series, Not Necessarily the News. Um, Each episode of the monthly series featured a regular segment on Sniglets, which Hall described as any word that doesn't appear in the dictionary but should. Now, we don't talk about Sniglets like that or reference that at all, but I just thought, just you know, because there might be other people who hear the episode and then go, hey, you know Rich Hall had this thing called Sniglets? Uh, Yes, I do know that now, and Rich Hall is awesome, and you should check out those Sniglets, but they are not the Sniglets we talk about in the episode. That's why we obviously couldn't get Sniglets.com or Sniglets.net. We had to go with Sniglets.XXX. That will make sense when you listen to the conversation. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, I hope you enjoy this episode with Dawes. He's at the Perth Fringe uh, today and the next couple of days. So go and check out his show. If you enjoy this episode, uh, and make sure that you tweet him online and let him know that you heard him here. Okay, guys, enjoy. Cheers. The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Topher. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to uh, Fofop, that's what the name of this one is. I have uh, I have three podcasts, sometimes it's hard to you know, keep track of all these. Do you have a favourite? Like, I do have a favourite, yes. But I'm not going to reveal which it is. Okay. But it's anyway. Uh, uh, Scott Dooley uh, is guest Charlie. Hello. That Hi. was a very informal introduction. Yeah, to the I like podcast. to keep it cash. You know what? We're sitting in the big armchairs. It's a bit more relaxed than last mm. time. We were commenting on that, and I've just been for a swim. My my pants are still damp. I'm wearing. I can see up your swim, pants. Yeah, you're <laughs> in this relaxed armchair. I can pretty much see just up your trousers. <laughs> so <laughs> very basic instinct. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first. This will be the bit if it was old school, if people were listening to this on cassette tapes back in the day, that bit of the podcast would be really warped because yeah. that people had just been like pausing oh, on it. Blurry. Trying to go, oh, you can see it. That's, that's when he sees right up his pants. Yeah, that's when he sees up his pants. That was the thing. It was always blurry, basic yeah. instinct. Because people would take it home and they would like pause it on that moment and, and then they would masturbate, masturbate to Masturbate to Sharon, Sharon, and like Stones. In the old days, people won't remember this, young people. Mm. Uh, you won't remember this, but if you pause on a, um, a video, uh, eventually if you had an old school video player, it would just do this thing where it would kind of went back a frame, forward a frame, back a frame, That's forward right. a frame. It would flicker. Yeah. So on that like, you know, Sharon Stone uncrossing, leg crossing scene, if you got it in the right place, she kind of... Cross, uncross, cross. It was she like would. I invented gifs. <laughs> That's you what did. I'm saying. You did. I I remember, <laughs> and I called them gifs. Yeah, I so called them gifs. Yeah, so they called gifs. Yeah. 
What a weird thing to get uppity about. Man, it is one of those things though, I guess if I invented something and then it became really world famous and the whole time people were mispronouncing the name of it, I eventually, no, I wouldn't give a shit. I'd be happy. Well, if you spelt it, if you spelt it J, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean, he's asked. It's kind of on you. I mean, I don't want a victim blame, but in this situation. What were you wearing when you came right, up with that name, mate? I mean, he went out of the house, you know, <laughs> with a G. With a G that he yeah. thought should be a J. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was exactly. asking for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember <laughs> I... Spelling is just sounds like that. Yeah. I stayed at um, Simon Ludewick's house and oh, we, yeah. we got... Simon. Yeah, you know, Simon. <laughs> we went to school together. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely looked, looked at you like you. And, uh, that's not even my bit. That's, he, a, like, that's, a, mm. I, that's a Pete Holmes bit. Pete Holmes, I listen to Pete Holmes's podcast mm. uh, and uh, you made it weird, and that's the thing he does. Whenever his guests bring up somebody, he'll just be like, "Oh, yeah, I know." <laughs> so, like, you know, when somebody like you listen to somebody do something, and it becomes one of your life bits. Yeah. And then, then you do it like then that, you and it. then you're like, "Oh, technically, that's someone uh, else's bit." I should point oh, that out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about that. So, anyway, we I stayed at his place, and we were like 13 or 14, and we got Basic Instinct, and uh, and I remember. I, I remember this. Is, he was so good at pausing on it. He could yep. stop on a dime, that kid. Yeah. And sure enough, he did. Right. <laughs> and then there was a bit of a like, a, oh, look at that. And then there was an awkward kind of, I'm looking at a vagina and there's another guy in the room. Well, th- there's guys. Well, so I'm, I'm assuming from your reaction to that situation that you were never one of these guys and I was never one of these guys, <gasps> but you you hear about these guys. In fact, uh, Saxon from the original series of Big, Big Brother, Brother was one of these guys. Yeah. I'm going to pick you up on that. It's Big Brother 2, but go on. Yeah, okay, right. But <laughs> I, 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 to be honest with you, I was so happy. I was so busy patting myself on the back for pulling, and <laughs> I use the word pulling advisedly <laughs> yeah. in this story, Saxon. And like, I was like, nice pull, Andrew. <laughs> well done. Saxon. Yeah. Because I remember Saxon because A, apparently his voice sounded a bit like my voice and I was doing radio at the time and people would point out to me. It was the it was the Adam Hills thing before Adam Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was on radio and people didn't know what I looked like, I got used to be compared to this dude, Saxon, Saxon from Big Brother Season 2. God. And Saxon famously revealed that him and his mates would put on pornos and then masturbate together. That's right. And he revealed that in the Big Brother house. Fuck, man. I wonder what is, is up it? there. Saxon. Give well, us a I'll shout s- out if you I'll, know Saxon. Yeah, give us a hit us on Twitter. I'm um, just going to email Saxon at Saxon.com to see if it's him. Oh, I reckon Saxon at Hotmail.com you'd be closer. Right, Sax- I, don't Sax- think he, I don't think you can afford the domain anymore. Saxon at Yahoo. <laughs> Saxon at Yahoo. <laughs> right, okay. The, um, uh, I, this is going to sound really weird. I was thinking about Saxon this week. Is that but, right? Yeah, I was. And remember that there was, a, religion, there was a really- This is our religion stuff. Yeah. Well, there was people, a- two people are just sitting around talking, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god, why did Saxon come up?" And then you're like, "Oh my god, Saxon is Jesus." Saxon is Jesus. Well, I think Saxon is God, and Hot Dogs is Jesus. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. sure. I think Hot Dogs is the prophet. Yeah. So, but I was because there was a really snarky article I remember after he was in Big Brother. A article, which is sna- I'd say snarkle. Yep. That's what I'd call it. Yep. And it was about how Hashtag he had he had a job. <laughs> At- By the way, if you start a fucking website called Snarticle, like which would be a good name for a website, right? Great name. Like it's Snarky Articles. Yeah. People go there. They know exactly what it's called. It's called Snarticle. Yeah. And then it becomes a big thing and someone buys that fucking company. Mm. I'm fine with that. I just came up with the idea. I don't own that idea if you go about and do that. But if they change the fucking pronunciation of <laughs> that thing. Jarticle. Yeah, then I'm... <laughs> I'll have an issue. So the article was... It was in one of the... 
one of the newspapers where they've got like spotted, you know, Frankie J Holden having like a coffee. A, yeah, so like uh, like a probably a Rupert Murdoch owned newspaper, a tabloid Rupert Murdoch owned newspaper. There you newspaper. go. Yeah. And it was an article about this kid. He was, was I Spy, I believe, is the column you're referring. It to. It is. It is. That's right. And uh, he good time to reflect on my two favourite I Spies. They can come up quite a lot. I do like uh, it. Bob Hawke buying a Tazlato ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Former Australian Prime Minister Bob Hawke buying a Tesla lotto ticket, uh, and, and secondly, uh, so many questions. Ostentatious, <laughs> walking past the Moorpark Super Centre. Was he going in? Had he come out? So many mysteries, I, I spy. I That's what in, I love about you. I bumped into you on the way. You were on the way to the Super Centre on, on with the way Amy. To the Moorpark Super Centre. We were I, going to buy furniture. Yeah, and yep. I said. Yeah. Have you told her? About ostentatious. And the look and I, on your I, face, it lit up. It was like... Right. Oh. And then I told her that and With, she was nonplussed, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna, no one does, no one. And I, I've known Amy for a number of years. I love Amy so much. Nobody does... Just absolute <laughs> indifference like her. <laughs> Just unimpressed, suitably unimpressed. I mean this with all love because she started listening to the podcast. So I, yeah. But no, but I do mean this with all love. But if you're going in the Sydney to Hobart and it was going to be particularly windy and you need someone who had the capacity to immediately take the wind out of your sails. <laughs> Never have I enjoyed some dumb joke with my friends and then tried to explain it to her and got been greeted with this oh like this just this look of right that's what you idiots are talking about when I let you hang out yeah. that's what it and she and the, I guess the reason is that she's right like oh, absolutely the, the reason no, it's it that destroys of, me yeah. is you're like yeah you're right yeah. and everybody else is humoring me yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm surrounded by idiots who are all humoring me and being an idiot and suddenly i've come to you and you're like you're all idiots and i'm like i know it's the look of <laughs> i there were two i it's the look of oh no i get it yeah, yeah that's yeah. my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> i remember i remember uh my uh, we were at a dinner and you and i were being idiots at this dinner and Amy said to my girlfriend at the time oh great they're riffing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right well enough from that let's move on from that conversation the article though yes tell me a bit so this kid this kid had been on hashtag snarticle.net this kid had been on Big Brother and then they had a photo of him, like a papped photo of him working at a clothing store, like General Pants or something. Okay, sure. And it was saying, oh, look, he's back working at General Pants. Like, yeah. they were expecting, like, it was one of those. And his, It wasn't this- Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. Steve Wozniak, yeah. you know, like, co-founded Apple and yeah. then, like, a few years later... He's- they were like, uh, I spy Steve yeah. Wozniak yeah. working at the... General Pants. Carrying bar g- General Pants. Yeah. Oh, you'd be like, okay, you know what? How the That's mighty a, have fallen. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> but this was just like a dude who went on Big Brother. Mm. He sat around in the house and talked about jacking off with his mates. And do, do you remember... And you're like, I think it's lucky he got hired I'm at General Pants. I'm surprised he got a job. That should, should be, be wrapped. Yeah. Second yeah. chance to public masturbate. Like, this is literally a lesson for children. That, that when you think you fucked up your life. This guy admitted jacking off with his mates on fucking national, <laughs> national TV. TV. Yeah. And he can still get a job at General Pants. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? 
there's always hope. You can do it. Well, yeah, do, maybe, but do you, he, maybe he is Jesus. He is like a inspiration. Good. Yeah, that's walking on he's water. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Should we end it there? I know. Well, it's early in the episode to have come up with the title of the episode, but yeah. I think we have. Good. Yeah, I think there it is. Help us, Jesus. <laughs> the. Do you remember that he, he has his twelve uh, male apostles who just sits around and jacks off? But do you remember <laughs> on the third day he rises again? <laughs> do you remember his it's the story of Jesus? Do you remember his excuse though, when someone went because he said it and it was one of those things where and everyone's done this where you tell a story and everyone's like you did what now? And he's like oh nah and he goes nah. No, it's not gay because what we'll do is we'll put a pillowcase over our head so we can't see each other. (laughs) That was his it's not gay moment. Like, (laughs) yeah, but also it becomes vaguely racist. So racist. (laughs) Like, are we doing some? Is this a clan meeting now? So we're jacking off and. We're, I mean, I guess the pillowcases stop any kind of spillage or friendly I, fire. Well, no, I, no, I think they put the pillowcases over their heads, right? So they wouldn't be able to see each other. Yeah. So and then I don't know. Oh yeah, if God. you aim for but the. But also, cape. like, here's what I want to do. Well, also, I'm so far down a road of things I don't want to do that I don't know why I'm now pointing out one of the things one I of don't want to do. do. Yeah, right. This this party would have fucking stopped a lot earlier than this. I never would have had to make this decision. However, Go on. if for whatever reason, mm. I'm at a party at Saxon's place, right? Mm. I've gone into General Pants to buy a new pair of pants. Nothing but loaves and fishes is the catering as well. Right. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no. He wouldn't do loaves and fishes like because it, it'd be a porno version for Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like, he would be like, he wouldn't be turning water into wine. He'd be turning like, oh, he'd be like one of those guys who turns like family guy into pornos. <laughs> 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 That's what Jesus does. Yeah, yeah. He takes friendly cartoons and then <laughs> makes internet parody videos porn. of them yeah, parodying, yeah, yeah. fucking pounding each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so uh, I go over to Saxon's place. We're having a bit of a party. He convinces us, hey, I, I tell him this story, like about, you know, this. It's very meta, right? Yeah. And so I tell him this story and he goes, well, would it be weird if we. Do you want to do it now? Like, would that be it? Like, I and mean, there's part of me that'd be like, well, you know what? Like, if I ever met hot dogs, it would be better to meet hot dogs when we were both getting sucked off in an alleyway in, in cans. cans. You know? <laughs> That's the ultimate way to meet hot dogs, you know? <laughs> so On a median strip outside a Cairns night spot. Right. In a dark alleyway. A dark alley. So I think that's like it would be the same with Saxon. He's like, okay. And I say, cool, I'm into this. All right, let's do it. And then he goes, oh, by the way, we have to put the pillowcases on our head. I think that's where I would draw my line. Oh, that's where you draw the line, right? Well, no, I've already drawn the line. That was what I was saying before. <laughs> okay. But if right. I've got this far, this is where I draw the ultimate line. Because here's what I don't want to be in a room full of guys with their erect cocks out. Mm. Blindfolded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want to like... About you. <laughs> Oh, no, there's no way I'm the only person who's going to put it on. Is there? No, we're all putting it on, right, guys? My... While we masturbate here together. My question is... Where's Ashton Kutcher? Am I about to meet Ashton Kutcher? Is this spunked? I wonder if you... I like that. I wonder if you sound the same when you're masturbating. Oh, you mean like... You and Saxon. Well, what, what do you mean? Well, sound, you sound the same. Well, you sound the same when you talk, apparently. Yeah, but like, I think like the but the hand to like whatever. slap motion yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Get Adam Spencer in. He'll know the math. <laughs> He'll have the math. But um, 
Oh, do you mean just like... The, I don't think we're the same in every way. I don't think we move the same. No. We're like, you know. Yeah. I'm not sure we would like, you know... We didn't even like necessarily have the same sentence structure or anything. We just, no, like, no. Yours, know, I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say your sentences had far many more syllables. I, well, look, I'm not here to fucking lord my, you know, domain over Saxon. Like, he works at General Pants. That's a fine company. I go in there and buy pants at General Pants. The pants I wore in my DVD were bought, purchased at oh, General purchased Pants. purchased at General Pants? Yep, just a simple pair of Lee jeans purchased at General Pants. What a what an age we live in. What an age we live in. So who am I to disrespect Saxon? He was such an integral part there. of my show. Yeah, he was dressed yeah, no, by Saxon. Might be up in the middle. He might be up in middle management by now. Probably not like upper oh, management, but like nah, yeah. he might be middle management. He might yeah. like he might be in charge of his district or something. However, they run general pants. Yeah, regional. Manager. He might be like sergeant pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is field marshal pants. <laughs> Saxon field marshal pants. <laughs> He's got so many medals for bravery. <laughs> Yeah, why are you marching? Oh, well, Saxon was uh, field ma- march, uh, field master pants in the the general pants army. That's the that's the order we do them if we ever go to war. I think they, you send your regular army first, yeah. then you send your sort of army reserve, mm. then you send your salvation army, <laughs> yeah. and then you send the, the troops under general pants. General pants. I think that's general pants. That's is the order they're the called in. Movement. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things, look, they, when they sign you up at General Pants, it's like, this is... It's not going like, to happen. It's probably never, <laughs> like, never going to happen. This is, Legally, we just have to like, mention have it. This, you have to tick the box. But, like, <laughs> but it's never come up. I notice you're wearing Havianas. Do you have flat feet? It's like it's never come up before. It's never. Why is there a height? Set? Look, it's ne- look. It's honestly... You'll laugh when I tell you. It's from the olden days. It's like, it's a tradition... It was in the chart, you know. You know how these things are. <laughs> oh, I want to see that army so badly. Just so cool. I, I, Probably the colonel. You gets know, his I work, army the colonel gets the colonel a bit later yeah. on. I worked a shift. They'd, at have, General some, Pants. they'd have some pillowcases over their heads. <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> I like the idea of Saxon going and watching that movie Selma, uh-huh. and being moved, and then he sees the clan coming. and goes, they're going to fucking jack off right now. This is, this, is, this, is, God, this is taking a twist. It's like the only guy got really turned on by Mississippi burning. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on the f- crosses and they'll go out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, big shout out to Saxon. Yeah, what you up, know? Sax? Um, uh, Do you ever worry about being Saxon? I mean, not Saxon particularly, like in a... You know, but like, as in, like, do you ever have those moments? Because I still have them. Still, I'm yeah. not like I'm not like uh, duels. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you remember mean, that? Do you remember that? those like brief moments a few years ago where people were interested in you? <laughs> do you ever think you're going to be on I'm a Celebrity <laughs> Get Me Out of Here? <laughs> you know, I was asked to do that. Oh, really? twice. Okay, so if you turned it down, who the fuck's on that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> No, there's some people. I saw one of the advertisements uh, the other day where they were because I know Richard Reed, the Hollywood gossip guy from one of the morning shows, is on it. Yeah, he's, he's come out and said he's one of the people. So if he's the late standard, they're going to be very, very poor in standard. But the one they're advertising somebody as this is my favorite bit. They were like, uh, 
and he is the holder of the prestigious Order of Australia Medal. Now, the Order of Australia Medal is a prestigious medal, mm. but my dad and my granddad both have the Order of Australia Medal, and I don't think that my farmer dad or my dead granddad are the people who are going to be on this show. So we can it's rule not, them out. <laughs> it's not that big a credit. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, are we finally going to meet someone who's got an Order of Australia? Yeah, today when you go to the shops, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that nice, that nice guy from Apex. He's got two. The old guy. <laughs> the old bloke off the insurance ads. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I wonder who it is. I, well, I suppose we'll find out. I don't care. I've never been injured. But I t- was, tell like, me about how you were asked and oh, tell me about what of, sort of thought process goes through it for you. Well, it was a thing of, so my manager had a meeting at Channel 10 about something else. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, and then they said, oh, we forgot. We don't have anything else. We're Channel 10. And then they were like, oh, do you reckon he'd do this? And it was... Did, it, you, did you get the feeling that was how every single meeting at Channel 10 yeah, was ending yeah, at that time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was there for the project for a whole fucking week. Did not get a tap <laughs> on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, and then, um, and then I was a bit like, holy shit, man. You should get back to Australia because they think you're prepared to do this. Right. You need to do some more work here. Um, but, you, no, I would never... We're just, I mean, no. Would you do any real reality show? No, I would. I like. I wouldn't be. I'd host something. Maybe like if it was something like Osher is doing The Bachelor. Yep. And I'd do that because I reckon it'd be so funny. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think it'd just be funny to do. I I wouldn't be like. I don't know. I I've just gotten to the point, and I don't know if you're the same. Like where. Well, I know what I do. I do the stand-up and then I kind of will pop up on radio shows and I've got a few podcasts and I'm happy with what I'm doing. So if something came up which I think would just be fun for me, I'd do it. Like, to an, to a point. Like, I'd never do... Like, I'd never be a contestant on something. But I'd host... You know what I mean? Right, yeah. No, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Mm. Yeah, I... Um, would you? Would you do it? A- nah. No. Nah. So there's not like a... I've decided... Like a master chef or... No. Nah. No. Nothing. It's not me. It's no, not it's what not. I do. See, it's not me either. But And, I- I, like, there was a point in my life where I just toyed with the idea of, like, you know, because I, I am often, like, I am open to the idea of, like, new experiences and, like, mm. you know, throwing yourself in an uncomfortable environment to see what you learn from it and all those sort of things. And I did challenge myself at some stage going, you know, well, you know, would you learn something from this or would this be good for you or is this something that I would hate it? It's... I. The Logies is the story I always tell. I hated the Logies from when I was... Before... Years before I was ever in the television industry. I hated the Logies when I was... For overseas listeners, the Logies are our version of the Emmys. Except but, but are the you em- suggesting that overseas listeners are unfamiliar with Australian television's Night of Nights? Oh, I am suggesting that they should be. I think you mean the TV Week Logies. I um, <laughs> I think I did mean that. Right. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, they're like the Emmys if the Emmys was the worst thing that had ever happened to anything. And which I know you think it already is. It is not. There's this thing called the Logies. And as a 14-year-old farm kid, I knew it was fucking terrible. And it was people giving... Like, there are so many things. This is what offends me about the Logies. People go, well, it's what we have and we should be happy with it and blah, 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 blah. And I'll get to a story about how I've given into that and how I was wrong and how I know that I couldn't do any of those other shows. But um, it's... 
we do so many great things in Australia and it celebrates barely any of them. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, absolutely. That's the problem absolutely. with it. Yeah, I don't care yeah. that we have an awards night. I'm not anti-awards or anti... I'm not really into awards, but like, you know, I. but I'm not... If they were for the best stuff, and you know, then I would be totally into that idea. But it's not. It's a false economy from the get go. Yeah, that's the it's problem. Just it's flawed. This yeah, terrible celebration of like mediocrity. <laughs> mediocrity. Yeah. Like, and uh, you know, and so anyway, I hated it, and then I got into entertainment, and I got nominated a bunch of times for things, and I never went. And they were mean to me. They would always like when my nomination came up, it would be some terrible fucking photo. <laughs> Which I kind of respected. I got to be honest oh, with you. That's, like, the uh, yeah, I'm not mad at that. Me, yeah, like yeah. really respected yeah. it. The me that I'm making fun of it was not as happy yeah, as at sure. the time. Yeah, but now the me of the time is gone. That me is dead, and the me comedian me still lives. And so I got to be honest with you. Now I kind of think that's a fucking cool move, and yeah. I fucking good on you, good on you for that. It <laughs> is pretty. Funny. But anyway, when we started doing Groom. Um, it got nominated for a bunch of Logies and I got nominated for the Gold the Logie, gold which Logie, is like yeah. the big one. Right? Yeah. And I did not want to go because I'd never been and I'd publicly talked about not going and I, I and I don't I still didn't like it. And I thought it was hypocritical to rock up to something that like, you know, you had bad mouth for so long just because suddenly you were up for, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I got talked into it for a couple of reasons. Uh one was I was having a difficult working relationship at the time and it was something that could be done to as a gesture of goodwill to appease that. And so it's it's a lesson in doing things for the wrong reasons. You know how sometimes you can think you can do something as like a bargain or a, yeah. you know, and but if you're not into it, if you actually don't want to do the thing, it can really like end up, you know, being trouble. Yeah. So I agreed to go even though I didn't want to go. And of course... I, that, I'm not that person. I don't agree to do things that I don't want no, to do. No, it's most so unlike So the whole you, yeah. fucking time, like I am self-sabotaging from the minute it fucking starts. So I get blind drunk like there. It's like going to the shitty nightclub, right. isn't it? You've, you've got to go, no, I can stand here and be too cool or I can just get into this jug of illusion shakers <laughs> and dance to Cotton Eye Joe. Right. And, and I could have a good time. Right. Yeah, but I'll never come back kind right. of thing. Or yeah. I could fucking dance on the, re- I could vomit on the revolving dance floor. Right. Now, what up, 21st century Frankston? We see you. It's up to people like outsiders and other people to judge, you know, how this story ended, whether it was I had a great night or whether it was a load of vomit on the revolving dance floor. Sure. People have made their judgments, <laughs> many of them publicly in newspapers, but I got really drunk. We were sitting down the front because you were the you biggest know, show because I was nominated, mm. and uh, it was when Twitter had really just come out. And it was the first time, really, no one had really live-tweeted things. And I was on Twitter. And so I live-tweeted the Logies. And because I live-tweeted it in the way that I, for my, like, the people who followed me. By the way, at this stage, I had 10,000 uh, Twitter followers. That's yeah. how, like, I've got 400,000 now. Yeah. And I had 10,000 then, right? So... I, that, I just thought, I didn't realize who, that I was talking to the world back then. I realized, I thought yeah, I was it was quite to... a naive kind of thing, and, and that's why now the idea of a Twitter gaff is just like, what are you mental? Right. But when but it this first was started, this was in Australia. Yeah, I, I, I believe in Australia. This was the first big one that there ever really was. Yeah, the big yeah. And 
because it was just at that perfect time, you know, and that Malcolm Gladwell thing of the 10,000 hours, like, unfortunately, I was in the right you, place. All the things, the factors in my life, the fact that I got nominated, yeah. the fact that I felt pressured into this situation, the fact that I am this fucking person who doesn't like to be told what to do, <laughs> yeah. the fact that there was free alcohol, <laughs> all these things combined, the fact that I have fingers and I can still work even though there's free alcohol. Yeah. And I didn't know that the world was listening, but over that night, I, I picked up 20 thousand twitter followers during the broadcast and uh it was like people were really and i was being you know mean-spirited but the way that i would be shooting on the show if i'd been sitting in my living room but what i probably hadn't taken time to uh comprehend in my mind was that i wasn't in my living room like i was in the room with the people that you were in everyone else's living room on the telly on the telly (laughs) making fun of a person who was just sitting over there Right. And by the end, I've never had one of those nights where like you think you're having a fucking great time. And then by the end of the broadcast, it start, you're starting to catch on to the fact that like, oh, everyone's on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. So they, they a, get three jeans some of them. So back way out of this room, you know. What, what was the, was there any one tweet or anything like, because I remember when I first started doing this and, uh, we were at Triple J together. I remember you saying to me, and you probably don't even remember saying it, which is remember when if you're going to slag someone off or you're going to make jokes, not slag someone off, but if you're going to make jokes about someone, um, remember you're going to bump into them at an airport yep. or at the races or whatever it is. You're going to see them. So you've got to be prepared to be right. able to back that up. Yeah. Did you have any moments? Did anyone confront you? Because everyone has a couple and people think they're a lot more important than they are when they're at an awards night. You know what I mean? Here's here's something that I, and you know about me, which is there is a a public misconception about me Mm. that I I have been at no pains to correct in my life. It's a thing that is not true about me, but I have found has been very uh, handy to me for people to think is true. People think I'm, people think that I'll be mean. People think that I'm like, you know, that I don't give a shit. Yeah. I give a shit. I'm oh, not mean. Yeah. But I, somehow I got that reputation that, like, you know, that I, so I, I'm fine. I'm not going to correct that because that stops people from doing that. No, no one said a word. Yeah. Well, not a person. No way. They're fucking terrified of me. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. They're fucking terrified of me. The Will Anderson story. (laughs) People are terrified of it, though. That's why people get so angry about humor is they're terrified by that idea of saying what you think and, like, calling people on their fucking bullshit. Mm. But here's the thing that I would argue that gets taken out of context when people pick out six texts or they pick out one line or whatever is that if you look over everything that I have done, I, I have shit on everybody. But secondly, the person who gets shit on 90% of the time, I would argue, in everything I do is me. Mm. Like, I, it's not like that is, and I think maybe that's the misconception. People who aren't familiar with my range of work probably don't, re- they just see, they hear those little bits and they think, well, that must be everything that I do. Yeah, Whereas it's yeah. like, it's this small, all I like to do is make, but I was, that was the perfect combination for me. I'm being forced to do something. Like I'm in a suit, you know, I hate fucking being in a suit already. <laughs> I'm at this, some fucking award show. I don't like up for an award. I don't respect. I don't know whether it would be better. Like, to, I think I'm going to lose anyway. Like I was not fancied for it, but mm. like, 
if I win, what the fuck do I say? Because I don't respect it and I don't give a shit about it. But yeah, I know and you've got to be true to it's yourself. A terrible, yeah. Like moment in your life where, like, you know, I should not have been there. And instead, I reacted the same way I did in fucking class, which is like hanging shit on the teacher and like trying to, you know, amuse everybody. If you had your time, would you go? If if, if would you go back? Would you do it again? Like if you, if, I wouldn't go yeah, the did, second year because I did the same thing the second year. Ah, uh, right, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the next year they banned Twitter. <laughs> oh fuck off! Did they? Yeah, they banned Twitter. So then <laughs> I went. Was Kim Jong Un um, well, hosting that? No, year? it was because of what I'd done the year before. So they banned Twitter the second year. How would they enforce that? Well, they just said at the start of the show they didn't want anyone to. They got everyone to turn off their phones or handling their phones or like whatever, and they said they they'd be monitoring Twitter or whatever. Like, they and what would people. happen if you were caught tweeting? Well, nothing would happen as it turns out because I didn't even have a phone at that stage that could tweet. Like I, I, I was in between phones and I had like an old school fucking burner phone. I, yeah. It was not possible for me to get on Twitter, right? And then I got in there and because all I got asked on the fucking red carpet and stuff was, are you going to tweet? Is it going to be like last year? Blah, 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 right, blah, right, right. right. And I'm like, I, look, I have this phone. I can't even do it. And then they had the Twitter ban and they made the announcement at the start of the show about, you know, don't spoil it by tweeting. And you know what I'm like. I don't like being told what to do. So, like, I was sitting next to Dan Illick and Dan just, like, Dan saw the look in my eyes. Like, literally the announcement was made, please don't tweet and spoil the show. And, like, and almost, I, like, I, I may be just reimagining this, but it was almost like I felt people look in my direction. <laughs> oh, they right? would have, yeah. You know, and, like, it was like, I felt and I just looked at Dan Illick and he just handed me his phone <laughs> and I like logged into my Twitter and bang two years in a row that year it was rubbing salt in the wounds that that but that again I hadn't planned to do it I was just in the moment I shouldn't have been in there people have by the way people have enjoyed people who like me enjoyed that mm. so I never got negative feedback from anybody who likes me about those things. People, because all the jokes were just jokes. Yeah. I wasn't never shitting on anyone for the sake of shitting on anyone. Mm. They were just like, they were jokes. And if you can't make a joke when you're in the room, mm. like if you can't, if you're on a, like, like I was saying to you about you've got to be able to face people mm. down. I was in the room. That's where you should make them. In yeah, yeah absolutely. No, I agree room. with that. Yeah. Like I am being brave enough that here it is. Here's my opinion. And... But also, if you can't there's a lampoon, of, if you can't right. lampoon a bunch of really good-looking, overpaid people well, giving each other gold statues, kick up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like I mean, it's ridiculous. Mm. You're actors. You just won a trophy for pretending to be a nurse. How about you do something good for society and be a nurse, yeah, yeah. or just give blood? <laughs> just to give just blood. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Give a nurse your blood <laughs> so that she can do more nursing. Then I'll give you a fucking trophy. <laughs> trophy for best blood best so a nurse could do her best job. Best blood in a nurse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd applaud that. I'm not tweeting during that ceremony. Yeah, fuck no. And I get that. I'm part of that thing. Mm. I think it's ridiculous that we're celebrating it. So, But anyway, the first year, I wouldn't take it back. I would not take back the first yeah. year. The second year, I should not have gone to the Logies. Yeah, right. After the first year, that should have been my Logies experience forever. Should have been me going once, me bringing in a rule that meant that they are never allowed to do something again, <laughs> and then me never going back. Can I rephrase that for you? Here's what I should have done. I should have gone and ruined it for everyone and never come back. Yes. <laughs> That's that's what I should have done. You know who else says that? Arsonists, firebugs. <laughs> you sound like you're occasionally, a... I like 
I am quite proud of things I've ruined. The, like <laughs> the Triple J news. Yeah, you can't talk. You can't talk, <laughs> yeah. talk during the Triple J news. Yeah, yeah. I ruined that. Yeah, that was. That's good. because of me. I think that was stiff though. That. Oh yeah. No, I mean, well, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think the Twitter thing was, but you know, I mean, I think the I Twitter thing's weird. That was really weird. But it was. It's just that time. It's. It was that time where Twitter was. You know, the Russell Brand thing had happened, and it was such a big thing for newspapers and click-throughs and whatever. And yeah. And you know, and and that's okay. That's the world we live in now. Yeah. I don't, it's not real. It doesn't really matter. It's nonsense. It's absolutely, yeah, it is. I just find it, there's a part of me as well, it's the laziness that annoys me. It's like, okay. I'll Say just, two men in the afternoon sitting in chairs talking shit into a free podcast. But we're not, but we're not trying to tell people, not, well, I'm not telling anyone, I'm not going to tweet, hey, I did Will's podcast, listen in for the latest on Syria. You know what I mean? And that's what I think is like you've got these journalists that are trained, ostensibly trained journalists, and in the morning they're told, hey, go through Kim Kardashian's tweets and see if there's a story you can make out of it. That's the thing that annoys me about this. I know. Um, I went to Limo's wedding in Bali, and uh, one of the articles, I think it was the Daily Mail, uh, it was actually really well written. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is like a really nice piece. And it was poetic. It was like, it was sort of the article you'd want someone to write about your yeah, wedding. They yeah. were like, you know, the, the bride and groom were dressed in, you know, these powder blue things and blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, even detail that I was there and had noticed on the day, they were like, you know, the love heart shape, blah, 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 and the petals all like, complete to the petals that were scattered all over the ground. Mm. And I'm like, this is fucking great. And then I looked at the photos, which were photos from Limo's Instagram, Instagram yeah. and they were literally just describing the photos. Yep. Yep. I was like, this is not a newspaper. This is not an mm. article. Mm. This is this is my new website. We describe photos. <laughs> yeah, we describe photos. A picture is literally worth a thousand words. But doesn't it kill, but doesn't it kill you? <laughs> That's my other website that I started after uh, Sniglets. No, what was it? <laughs> Snarticles. Snarticles. <laughs> Sniglets. I want to go to Sneaklets so badly. It sounds so cute. <laughs> I own Sneaklets never really took off in the way I was hoping. Sneaklets is the place where I'd rip the photos and send them to my girlfriend. She'd be like, oh, so cute. And the problem like, with Sneaklets sneaklet, was, it was there was already a couple of people who had Sneaklets domain. So when I started that, I couldn't get Sneaklets.com. I couldn't get Sneaklets.net. And I had to settle for Sneaklets XXX. And it just really did not get the traffic I was hoping for for the <laughs> no, Sneaklet site. No. People are doing things to Sneaklets now that I don't even understand. I t- they certainly were not designed for. I see it and I just think, at the very least, that would sting that Sneaklet. Right. That's, I mean, well, and, and the person. And the like, person. Because I mean, the Sneaklet's got yeah, sharp. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking of yeah. the Sneaklet, but I'm thinking of the person just misusing the Sneaklet. I've been, well, I mean, as you know, I've been long and kind of very public face of Sneaklet right. So right. I kind um, well, of look I mean, at it from that. And you know what? It's good that you've embraced your non-sniglet privilege and been able to, like, you know, try to empathise and, like, understand, you know, the plight of the the sniglet. Yeah, I mean, and it's the, like, you know, it's the common it, the common misconception about sniglets is that... What, what is dom- that? I'd like well, to know that. Well, that they've been domesticated and yeah. that they're... They have not? Well, they. I mean, they have, obviously. I mean, obviously I mean, they like have. You see them all, all over the place I mean, now, you can't swing like, I mean, a sniglet without hitting a sniglet. <laughs> right, right. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it was Kim Kardashian, ironically, that made it. That was kind of... The- when she got a sniglet, it was like... was. It, do you feel like that was the point where sniglets like, jumped the shark? Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. I mean, when... Yeah, I mean... It, or was it when the sniglet actually jumped, jumped the, the shark? Jumped the shark, yeah. I mean, that was one... That was probably... Th- that was the moment... 
for me that I said I've got to stand up. I've got a voice right. okay, and I yeah. want to say something here. Yeah, you said you, Sniglet shouldn't be forced to recreate episodes from Happy Days. Oddly, uh, you know, the funny thing is that was the only thing I really fought against. Oh, right. You were, you were in <laughs> favour like, of so that. It's so cute, the little, the little Sniglet punching the jukebox. Like, hey. hey, yeah, wearing the it thing. Weird, like he, but tell me this, mm-hmm. and this is a behind-the-scenes thing, but I know you're a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, did uh, the Sniglet actually talk or was that just like, did they put peanut butter in the Sniglet's mouth? And then someone voiced that over. Is that a? I'm going. Are you able to reveal that? Can I? I am. Yeah. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna say to you though. Yeah. You can't unhear this. Okay. Oh, hello. Okay. So is that a warning? It's a warning. So right, maybe okay. for the next minute or so, right. if you so like, the Sniglets were on yeah. that particular production. Yeah. Not all were genetically modified. Hang on. What? They were genetically modified. Like grown in a lab. They were grown in a lab. Right. Yeah, um, Gary Marshall has a lab. Okay, yeah. Because I don't think you, I don't know if you realize Gary, Gary Marshall. Ma- Gary Industries, Marshall. Yeah. yeah, he um, was the Gary Marshall Institute. Oh yeah, okay, of course. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, he he was he's been doing a lot of Doctor Moreau style right. um, kind of stuff, and he uh, yeah he yeah. genetically. Well, you know what he is like. That's the thing about Gary Marshall. He's mm. always like a guy who, you know, collaborates. That's you know what right. I mean? Like, you look at his movies. You know, they're always about, like, bringing a bunch of tallow people together and combining them into a greater whole. So it makes complete sense that he would then take that interest of getting the best bits of all those people. Because clearly, from his movies, he's not a person who wants an actor to use all their range. Just bring the one thing you're known for to the table and then we'll hire That's another right. guy for the next scene. Right. So he's obviously looked at that and thought, you know what, I'm not getting this across enough in my movies that people should only be their best attribute. That's I've right. got to combine them together in real life. Well, Gary's got a saying, and yeah. it's actually written up in the Institute. Yeah, of course. It's... Uh, in Sniglet blood, in Sniglet. enough. But <laughs> yeah, which I found anyway. in, at best in poor taste. In poor taste, but Gary, <laughs> Gary had a whole thing about it. He said, anyone can have three dimensions, but why not work on the one? Right. And I thought, yeah. what a wonderfully... Minimalist. Minimalist yeah. attitude. Yeah. So that's why Philip Glass does all the sound there. Right, yeah. Um, and all the glass. And all the glass. Yeah. Yeah. That's his other business. Philip's glass. Philip's glass. Yeah, yeah. It's just on the side. Because you know what? You can't be making music all the time. You can't make eternal metal. It's all your life. Well, you can. But well, anyway. but he makes... But in his interest of like making those uh, like tones, often he would break a lot of glass. And he thought, you know what? That's another <laughs> business that idea. That is an idea. And he thought, hang on, my name works well for this. This is perfect. <laughs> I didn't realise it was it a happened. moment oh, of serendipity. Oh, see, I thought he reverse engineered it. Oh, right. That he, oh, I didn't realise he was... It, it came... Which came first, the glass or the glass? Oh, no, no, no. He, well, his family were in the glass business. <laughs> They were the Glass family. That's right. Right. But then Paul Phillip, he obviously got interested in music. music and poor then, old then, Phil. Yeah. Always, a, he was a wrong in that kid. But yeah, back to the Sniglets. So yeah, yeah so, they yeah, were genetically modified um, to. And if you look closely, yeah. the first now don't get too close. Don't get too here, close right? to Sniglet because no. they're adorable but dangerous. Is that right? It's, I wouldn't say dangerous. They're wary. Okay. They're a wary. Yeah, right. They can be frightened. Easily. They can be frightened easily. Are they more afraid of you than you are of them? No. Uh, <laughs> Very confident. Oh, okay, right. Very That's, confident. That, that is a good tip. <laughs> that's, a, that that's is, something you should have. First is, thing when seeing a snaggler, it is not scared at all. <laughs> that is very important information. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly that important. Is, so, I'm glad we got to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should mention that more right, often. So that is, probably should leave with that. To be yeah, we should leave with that. Maybe uh, you could change the name to the fearless sniglet or the something. The fearless sniglet, yeah. yeah. Or the confident. Or beware the sniglet. Beware the sniglet. Yeah. yeah. So the sniglet, um, so... 
Penny Marshall, yeah. who obviously uh, TV Gary Marshall's, Gary Marshall's sister. Yeah. Her, sister, her so, yeah. lips were um, daughter and sister. It's daughter a weird and longer. This is the thing. That's this, another. That's a whole another whole Gary Marshall other, Institute. Yeah. It was in, oh god, I don't anyway. want to get into that. Let's just say, it, is it weird to fuck your sister if it's your sister's client? That's a question that Gary asked one day in a meeting. Well, and you know what? We found out if you've got a pillowcase on your head, no. Right, no. So there you go. So bear that in mind. So we, uh, yeah. So they use Gary, uh, they use Laverne's. Well, I call it Laverne, um, but Penny Marshall's right. lips for the sniglets. Yeah. And then from there, it got ugly. Right. Now, is it true what they say that uh, Sniglets sleep between 18 and 22 hours a day? That's right. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, now, why so, why, so, why so much sleeping for the Sniglet? They've got no conscience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? As is, in like, is, I'm telling you, there is nothing a Sniglet does that it is not totally fine with. I'm fine with. Right? Uh, so, not, they're not unconscious. They are without conscience. They are without conscience. Yeah, right. Sorry, that's. I mean, it's hard sometimes. You mishear these things, so they are not. Sorry, sorry. mispronunciation has been is the this, most common cause. For so, is this a translation thing? Then you're saying that they're not actually asleep for eight no, hours not a day. No, they they're are, just doing horrible shit. Yeah, they are without conscience. Yeah. and oh, I mean that clears up a lot. There is right. without course. conscience yeah. for eight there is a, hours. There a day. is a four yeah. to six hour window Where when you can really. They, they feel a lot of guilt. They feel a lot of guilt. Yeah, a lot and of there's guilt. a lot of soul searching. A lot of remorse. A lot of house of mirrors work. Yeah. But then and back to the, the... What's the best time to encounter them? Uh, just after breakfast. Yeah, but like, is that, a, is that a time where they're, you know, in their... Do they have their conscience? Are they feeling guilty? Or do you want them in their time of no guilt or when they're guilty? You want to get the him, You want to get them on the cusp. I call I call it cusping. It's right. it's, okay. it's a theory. Yeah, sure. But you want to get them because I mean, seeing a sniglet doing something absolutely unconscionable is hilarious. Right. Have you That's ever seen a I'd sniglet nick a car? It'd be it's like a riot. Right. It's kind of like fluffy gremlins. Yeah, it is. If gremlins weren't already fluffy. If gremlins weren't already fluffy. Fluffier gremlins. Fluff- yeah, That's what they were originally called. That was the first name. Yeah. Fluffier. Fluffier <laughs> gremlins. <laughs> that was the first name. But then, but then, so I was out with a sniglet and why once. was, they sold it to Disney, right? That's why they had to get rid of the name. Is that sniglets? Was there they a commercial s- thing? Was it a commercial thing? It was a commercial thing, but it was through. I don't, I don't remember it exactly, but I remember it being a commercial It was a big thing. story, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a, all over the papers. It was all over I the just, papers. I think I was busy at the time and I wasn't really... You know when you just... There's a story in the background, but you never know. Do you know the details? It, I do. Oh, it's right. a very zeitgeisty thing. So what happened is sure. they were originally called the Fluffier Gremlins. And yep. it was it was originally... It was off the back of the success of the Muppet Babies. Uh, of course. So they had bigger eyes, they were a bit fluffier, and Lucasfilm yep. bought it and then sold it to Disney, oh, which okay. actually paved the way for... So I'm... Without Sniglets, we wouldn't have Star Wars 7. Is that right? That's right. What is the exact direct link between Sniglets and Star Wars 7? J.J. Uh, Abrams yeah. bought the rights to Sniglets 2. Sniglets, oh. Sniglets oh, Down the, Under. Yeah. Oh, Down Under. <laughs> Shot it in Australia? No, on a soundstage. <laughs> Never looked better. It was all green. Never looked better. It was all green. Not screen. a deadly animal inside. <laughs> green screen in Russell Crowe. Won two Oscars. It did. It's amazing. <laughs> Andy Serkis played Russell Crowe. It was brilliant. It was amazing. I portrayal. mean, they both won Oscars. Russell Crowe and Andy Serkis. Yeah, they shared them. They shared them. Yeah. Um, and uh, what a fun, who'll ever forget that speech? What a great <laughs> what speech. A um, and uh, yeah, so so JJ bought the rights to Singlets right. Two Down Under, and then 
Now, is it true? Can I ask this? Yeah, uh, of course. And, and I probably we can't talk about Sneaglets all day, um, but <laughs> I think we could. <laughs> but, we could. But I do need to know this. Um, mm. Is it true that Sniglets are in risk of inbreeding and developing like a whole bunch? What are the problem? I've heard like much like you know mm. uh, French bulldogs and pugs and stuff mm. get bred so much that you know they get breathing problems yeah. and spine problems yeah. and you know their eyes are popping out this sort of thing. Mm. Is there like similar fears with like the rise in popularity of sniglets? Yeah, there is. Look, one of the things, the two big things. Uh, one is obviously haemophilia. They're like the fucking Russian royals. Right, they, they've been banging cousins for generations, right. and it's it's caught up with. If them. If you cut them, they just what they bleed out. They bleed out. Straight yeah. away. Yeah, and it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of cute. I mean, it would be adorable. It's adorable. Everything a sneaklet does is adorable. It's really weird. That's why they came up <laughs> with that slogan. That's why they came up with that slogan. It was such a great slogan because everyone was like, that is true. That's true. And then they would just do things, even unconscionable things. Now, you remember and the, we were like, that is adorable. You remember the first slogan which rhymed? Oh... Uh, Forget the piglet, this is the sniglet. That was it. That was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. So, the other problem with the sniglet. Tough on the piglet, though, because the piglet was still adorable. But the piglet had I just guess once you've seen a sniglet, it's hard to go back. Well, I remember going right. to. The... Once you've had crackling, it's hard to go backling, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's not right. quite right, but I enjoyed the rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it scanned beautifully. <laughs> um, if I said it quick enough in the middle of a hip hop song, people go, yeah, that probably makes sense. This guy's got like. amazing flow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my uh, girlfriend is from New oh, Zealand. Oh, by the way, your girlfriend is from New Zealand. Let's get back to that. But I just want to say um, there is a great uh, film clip uh, from the Beat the Drum concert, the Triple J celebration concert of the Hilltop Hoods and a whole bunch of Australian hip-hop guys doing Cosby Sweater. And there is also some great vision of you dancing in that film clip. I've watched that film clip a lot, mostly for the great song and performance, but a bit for you dancing. <laughs> it's and- so embarrassing. Uh, there is one shot in particular, this one still from it, mm. where you it's like one of those moments where, like, you know, the kid who's been in glee for two years, <laughs> like, gets their one moment in glee where they don't get to sing, but they like they really fucking own the moment in the spotlight. And it's like, <laughs> fame! And then the r- credits roll, and there is a fucking shot of you doing that that I'm gonna post with this episode. Do you know how and it is the best. I woke up to that picture sent to me seven times by seven different Damn musicians. <laughs> yeah. You fucking it's a it is the best. Yeah, it's not great. It's just like it's like it's like the front on shot. Okay, imagine if they remade Breakfast Club with someone who was just too excited at the end and didn't get what they were going for. So <laughs> Are you suggesting that I'm a little like uh, if Ducky Ryan... from Six Sixteen Candles? Yes, that's what I'm <laughs> suggesting. Anyway, your girlfriend's from New Zealand. She's from New Zealand, yeah. and um, no sneakers in New Zealand. No, though. no. Why well, is I'm, that? Uh, Helen Clark outlawed. Well, they were worried about the because. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, question one. Mm. Uh, how is Helen Clark still making laws? No, this was years ago. Oh, before we had Sniglets Before here. we had Sniglets. So she saw the writing oh, on the wall okay. with Sniglets. Like literally saw some writing on the wall? Someone wrote on the wall. Yeah, that's how they in New Zealand. Beware the Sniglet. Yeah, beware the Sniglet. Yeah. yeah. Right out and beware the Ides of March. Right. And um, Both outlawed in New Zealand. I, no Ides in March. No. Not in New Zealand. No Ides actually all year round. People oh, I don't didn't realise it Yeah, no, people it. think it was only in March, I but they liked it so much. Yeah. No, they were just in. That's why. That's why you should never do like you know, um, dry July or like October or whatever. What if you like not drinking? What a terrible life. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
done. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Now, uh, the problems with Sniglets, because uh, if there's, oh, there's anyone, a few. If there's anyone out there who's looking to purchase a Sniglet, like, you know, and I would just, now they're before incredibly you go expensive on, already, aren't they? They're expensive. Make sure you go to a registered breeder. The I mean we all hear this. Where where are people getting sniglets at the moment? Well, there's a I mean there's obviously a huge black market. I mean you go ironically can't get black sniglets though. Now how did they? I mean I that's, didn't. That's I, did, I did not think there should have been such an issue over the fact that there were no black sniglets. By the way, it's an animal. It's not a person. Yeah. But there was an issue about that. That was a, that was a dark time for the Sneaglet movement. Well, ironically, that was the funny thing. It wasn't a dark time. No. That was the problem. Right, and, I and, guess, yeah. But I, I, I think that the... Look, with hindsight, having Kramer as the spokesperson for Sneaglet's probably... Right, well, you booked him one week too early. That's the problem, that right? Was that was fault. just... That, that was, was on me. I mean, he... But he was a big star at the time. And the perfect... <laughs> like, who's more adorable than Kramer? Particularly with the little tuft of hair that Sniglets have. I mean, it's a lot like of people... It's like looking at a little Kramer. Like a little Kramer. It's like looking at a and little Kramer. And then suddenly they're white and Kramer's and the face Kramer, of... Uh, it I mean, it was a perfect out. store. And when I said, Kramer, why don't we get you down to the comedy store? Yeah. You do just a 10-minute spot. Well, the thing was, and a lot of people don't know this, mm. but uh, Kramer was actually trying to say Sniglet. <laughs> but <laughs> he was only a week into the campaign. And he, we had pronunciation issues from the get-go. Like, from the get-go. Yeah. You were actually considering getting someone else to voice the ads. In, in a, well, yeah, we were. We just never got around to it. We were going to get Newman. To Is do that the right? voices, yeah. Weirdly enough, you were like, we're only casting people from Seinfeld. I don't know what that was about, but yeah, that's pretty oh, much Oh, that would have been the time when they were trying to get that web series off the ground, Snig- Snigfeld. Snigfeld, yeah. Yeah, Snigfeld. yeah right. What's the deal just, with... They just yeah. remade uh, Seinfeld, but with Sniglets. Adorable. I mean, because Sniglets did become the new cat videos, didn't they? I well, mean, that was... I guess that's when people knew Sniglets were big, when suddenly... You know, it was all about, like, you know, Sniglet pictures on the internet. A lot of Sniglet pictures, Sniglets in the toilet, Sniglets falling off things. And then when you had the Sniglets with the suction caps on the cars. Right, yeah. And suddenly that when they remade the entire Garfield thing, but with a Sniglet with instead a sniglet. of a cat. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit... And he loved lasagna. I did not like that twist. Didn't... Yeah, no. okay. Well, I, I, I've always... I know they always try to update things and yeah. give it a modern spin. What did you think of Alf 2.0 where Alf just wanted to eat Sniglets? Yeah, I've I got to be honest with you. You didn't I, like that? I loved that they brought back Elf. Yeah, I, I know that. But I felt like the Sniglets were wedged in. You know, they that were was just, shoehorned You yeah. know, they were just trying to like, you know, cash in on the Sniglet craze. And I was yeah. like, well, this is, this is not what Elf's about. Elf eats cats, you know what I mean? Maybe bring it back with an edgy thing that people don't care about cats as much because of Sniglets. In, but you, you can't eat Sniglets. Yeah. In your defense, you are... An elf traditionalist. I mean, you've always been... I, I mean, I know you're very outspoken about, you know, where Melmac is in the solar system or in the universe and stuff like that. So, Well, I mean, I guess originally it was just that I misread a Lord of the Rings thing where it said, come dressed as an elf, and I... That's where it started. It's a Victorian accent then, thing. But then, I, but then I had to own it, you know? Because you can't just rock up to a party like dressed as elf the only anyway cats... Uh, when everyone else is just as an elf from Lord of the Rings and not own the... Fa- like, I was like, yeah, I'm hilarious. I wasn't. It was embarrassing. It was one of the most you, humiliating yeah, nights of my I, life. I then I had to invent the whole backstory. Yeah. And then I had to get involved and then I had I to get really, really into elf. Yeah, right. And I really never was. It was oh, like... Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was just to cover that embarrassment oh, from that okay. party. I would love to pay someone. I would too. 
to go. <laughs> you know when? Because when episode seven of Star Wars comes out, yep. there's going to be people queuing up. I Can we organize this? Because we'll probably both be in the States. I don't know how we do it. Maybe there'll be some faux foppers that want to get involved. Uh-huh. If we can get people to dress as Star Trek characters, Alf, uh, someone maybe from Battlestar Galactica, all manner of science fiction films that the have- Gobble Doc. The Gobbledoc. I'd like to say the Gobbledoc make an appearance. <laughs> there you go. And just have them queuing up outside Mans or wherever it is they're doing the first screening alongside Darth Vader and Yoda and the, the nerds that dress up. Yeah, uh, that would be hard to tell them from most of the people who stand outside Man's Chinese. <laughs> have, so. I, have I told you the time that I saw the bloke who was dressed as um, Samuel L. Jackson's character from Pulp Fiction? Oh, yeah, okay. And he was outside. You know, they've got people dressed up. There's Marilyn Monroe and there's... Spider-Man. Spider-Man and... and Batman. Batman and, and then the uh, Charlie Chaplin. Yep, there's a lot of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. A lot of Captain Jack Sparrow work. Yep. A yep. lot of that stuff. And there was... Um, what was the character's name? Julius? In uh, Pop Fiction? Julius Sumner Miller. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that was it. His name is Orange, Orange Julius. Orange Julius. Yeah. <laughs> I only I did not see the original version. I only saw the Sneaglet version. And I thought oh, that the was Sneaglet- inappro- inappropriate that they blacked up that Sneaglet to play his character. I found that so a bit I bl- much. I, So I blanked out the name. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, he was there. And yeah. the guy who was obviously dressed up as Samuel L. Jackson. Did you hear the as- rumors about the John Travolta Sneaglet though? Well, I've heard that he was... I've heard the John Travolta Sniglet found himself inside the Richard Gere Sniglet. Right. Well, that's what I've heard as well. But I don't know if that's true. I don't, that's just... Rumors. Right. It's all rumors. It might just be people going after him because he's a Sniglatologist. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the problem. There's a lot of persecution. Yeah. What do you think about the religious ideas that have grown up around Sniglets? I mean... Surely they're just an animal. Like why, you know, this idea that people now are worshipping them that think perhaps they've come from another universe, people are leaving their fortunes to yeah. sniglets. Like, I mean, what? how do you, there how do you is, feel about this? Well, they're a sacred animal in Indonesia. I oh, mean, is that right? Yeah. Traditionally? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, since, you know. 70s? 70s. 70s? About the 70s. Okay, yeah, it was about, I, mean, I think it's the 70s, 70, about 73, 70s, 74. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, the year I was born. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. So you... You uh, uh, star sign with a sniglet rising, then? Well, I mean, I, I don't really believe in that sort of thing. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I guess... Technically. Technically, yeah. yeah technically. Sometimes... Look, sometimes... Do you feel a sniglet aura? <sighs> no. I don't feel any of that sort of thing. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. I don't. But, like, sometimes I'll read my snig signs. Oh, Just right. for fun. Yeah. Like, if you're having breakfast or whatever and you open the papers and it yeah. falls... Yeah, you're flipping through to find what movies are on and then suddenly and the sneak signs are right yeah, there and yeah. you're like, oh, well, I'll read them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit of fun. It's a but bit I don't fun. really believe them. No, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, they say very general things, so you feel you like... You feel like it's about you. You feel like you have a relationship yeah. with the sneaklets, but like, yeah. to be honest... It's not really I don't. I don't think you. it's real, no. Yeah. It's such a weird way they do it, where it's just... How, how is that? How just based on your... Well, it's instead of being your birth date, yeah. it's, just, it's just so vague. It's like, if you like corn... And then that's your sign. Ah, so I kind yeah, of identify okay. that with that. Makes sense. I, I identify with about twelve of them. Yeah, I like corn. Well, yeah, that's that. I guess that's why. That's I say, how they get you. Yeah, that's how you get you. You I know, mean, it's, it's. I mean, so arbitrary. I mean, people who don't like corn. 
I don't trust them. Right, I don't I trust them. Trust but them. maybe that's like, you know, I don't want to be well, that's accused why, of being a sniglitologist. But that's why you've always had a problem with the sniglet because of their f- famous corn allergy. I feel like, hang on, I feel like I don't, I, I think it's, you're putting words in oh, my I'm mouth. I'm sorry, I shouldn't do had, that. No, I've never had a problem with the sniglets and I, for one, accept our sniglet overlords. But <laughs> Do you feel? Yeah. And listen, I'm obviously a lot closer. And this you is are, almost, of course, this you is are. Sorry, almost. Ask me, please. This is almost. This is a safe space. Straw polling. Um, yeah, which is also what sniglets call sex. That's what they call. Yeah, because they do it in straw. They do it in straw. Yeah, yeah. against the pole. Against well, that's the... a weird thing. Like we always thought it was like a polling like sex, but no, no, it's, no, it's, it's actually, a, there's a literal yeah. pole. Yeah, and the and the Polish national anthem has. Yeah, play. no, a pole. When I say a pole, against a, a Polish, Polish person. Dude. Yeah, 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 that's right. Or a woman. Or a woman. Um. Do you think that the Sniglet president stole the election? Well, I, I certainly would not say that out loud. Um, the hanging Chad situation. The, what were your thoughts? Well, I, I certainly don't think they should have hung Chad. Um, I thought. I thought. I personally thought it was a strong move. That's I, thought, I thought. You know what? Chad had the right to democratically run against the Snigglets. The Snigglets were always going to win. They're adorable, right? They're so cute. But they did not need to hang him. I mm. felt like that was. To be honest, that felt like it stained the whole thing a little bit. At me. best, salt in the wounds. And there was at best salt in the wounds. <laughs> Ironically, the only way you can stop a Sniglet from bleeding to death because of the hemophilia, you have to put salt in there. You wounds. have to rub salt straight into their straight wounds. into their wounds. <laughs> yeah, but also that sets them off. So it's, <laughs> yeah, that's it's what a, people don't. It's a cycle. It's a, it's a vicious, whole fucking it's a vicious, deal, man. They are adorable though. Like, oh, I mean, fuck. So now tell me this about mm. the problems they're developing. Like, what's what's the future for Sniglets? Bleak. Well, I mean, listen, they've controlling, what do we say? I think officially 70% of the Northern Hemisphere. Realistically, right, sure. it's probably closer to 80. I mean, counting oceans. Well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. the... The, I the mean, capacity to live underwater surprises us all. That's the, well, I, I didn't see that coming. I did not either. I, I, I didn't see any of it coming. It's all come as a complete surprise. <laughs> it's come out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got a real kind of axolotl vibe when you think about them. But right. they, um, it's best not to think about that, though. No. Well, That'll I mean, terrify. That'll keep you up at nights. Well, the axolotl never really. I mean, that was one of those things that... that never really made it past the classroom really, in the 80s, did it? it? <laughs> never really got past the classroom. More, more like axol, axolittle, if you know what I'm saying. I know Take what that saying. axolotl. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're one of the few people that's brave enough to publicly slam an axolotl. That's probably kicking down. I don't know. I don't know where that... <laughs> I don't know where that fits. I don't know if I'm exposing my privilege right now that I'm shitting on an axolotl. I probably am evolutionary wise at the very least. Oh, at the very least. (laughs) Hashtag yes, all axolotls. Ironically, the axolotl will never hear about it. Well, luckily, not ironically, but they'll never hear about it. No, well, they they have not evolved enough to. Yeah, they haven't got ear holes. Yeah. Can't hear a podcast. No. Yeah. Unless- so if someone talks shit about an axolotl and an axolotl doesn't hear it, was shit? Was shit actually spoken? spoken. That, I guess that's the big. It's a great. That's it's a big <laughs> question. But that's a question for another day. Today's about sniglets. Today's about sniglets. Yeah. So yeah, the sniglets are obviously living underwater, and they're uh, colonies. Probably, I'd call them colonies. Right. Now. They breed remarkably viciously, but also uh, often. Is that right? Have you seen a pole's leg after a vicious bit of lovemaking? Uh, Through to the bone on occasion. I've seen images on the internet, but I couldn't believe they were true. Like oh, I just like assumed a, it was Photoshop. Fucking ISIS beheading. Is that right? It's disgusting. Yeah. But in 
another way, it's quite arousing. Right. You know what it is. I can't get hard unless I see a Sniglet attacking a pole's leg. I mean, I can. You're a better man than me. Uh, yeah, in so many ways. But so many. Times. So tell me what you're doing for the, what the exact problems of the Sniglets are that you're trying to address right now. What got you involved in the movement, and and what can our listeners today do themselves? Like I know you've got some big events coming up. We've got a number like of that. big so events. So yeah. just maybe run us through the general vibe of you know Sniglets to 2015. Big year for the Sniglet. Big year for the Sniglet. Listen, obviously we've got our big. Um, it's. Red, white, and blue ribbon day. Um, so explain what that is again. It's a, it's it's it was originally designed to create sniglet awareness. Right now it's uh, now it's to um, stamp out. It's to stamp out um, snigmata. Now what- oh now that's when this uh, sniglets. Uh, spontaneously start bleeding from That's their right. paws and or because, hands. Because their paws or hands. Well, they, What's this... politically correct to say these days? Well, Because I know at the start we all said paws and then for a while people were like, they like hands, but then now lately it seems to be it's that kind like, of gone back. it's gone back yeah, again and like yeah. we should use the traditional paws and I don't know. what. How do you feel? I, I, Are look, they fine I, with whatever? I'm a paws man. Okay, cool. That's me. Yeah, But right. I mean, hands hands is also acceptable. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, they will. And obviously due to the haemophilia, yeah. they'll just bleed, bleed, bleed out. Yeah. So we're kind of working on that. We're also working on a um, a universal current called currency called um, Snig Credits. I don't so want, hang what, on. So how would that work? Well. I mean, the idea of universal currency is not without its merits, I would have Yeah, look, it, I hate the word coup. It would... Why do you hate it? Well, it just has a negative connotation. Is it because it's hard to spell? It's hard to spell. Yeah. yeah it doesn't, it doesn't the, look You know like me, I've sounds. never trusted a silent letter. No, I've never trusted a silent letter. No, right? But don't let those politics cloud your sniglet stuff. <laughs> That's. I mean, there was that controversy for a while where people tried to make it all about how you didn't like silent letters and like, yeah. you know, you were anti-pneumonia. <laughs> So, so. I thought was a weird thing. Right. I, I was so surprised there was such a vocal pro pneumonia lobby. Right. I must admit, like, <laughs> that came out of on. nowhere. This is terrible. Or should pneumonia. I say, per nowhere? Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> listen. Sure. Okay. Tell me. Uh, aggressive and violent takeover of the World Bank. Sure. That's probably going to happen. Okay. Will many people be killed? Yeah, probably. Why? Is How? there going to be? Why are we going to be killed? Well, listen. Here's the thing about the Sniglet. Yeah, tell me. They are here to control and enslave men. Right. Why are you telling us this then if you're on their side? I'm terrible at this job. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I feel this is a safe place. No, no, that's yeah, cool. I'm just giving I'm just giving a few a lucky few. Well, you're still the heads a human. Up. You're still a person. I'm still a human. Well, who will they need? Like because I mean obviously it's inevitable. Can we fight back? Is there, no, do they I have wouldn't what is their vulnerability apart from the fact that if we prick them in any way they'll bleed to death? <laughs> I feel Alan. actually now that I've completed that sentence, I feel like we might come out. Finally, a war we can win. <laughs> Who's our enemy? That adorable little thing that bleeds to death if they are cut in any way. Now, how will we fight them yeah. in this world full of sharp things? <laughs> I could answer that, but I think it would be insulting for both you, me, and the Sniglets. Um. So. Let's just say this, and I obviously okay. Look alive around May would be my tip to humans. Okay. Look alive. Any areas to stay out of? Cities and yeah, cities. regional areas. Uh-huh. Um, the what water. About, what about the bit in between cities and regional areas? Oh, the suburbs. Yeah, stay yeah. away from them. 
<laughs> stay, definitely stay away from the suburbs. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you have loved ones, uh-huh. don't yep. get too attached. Okay. They will be killed. Well, they will be killed that, and eaten. That feels like information you should have given us years ago. Like, it's a bit late to say, if you have any loved ones, don't get attached now. Yeah. I've spent my lifetime getting attached to my loved ones. Maybe, maybe. Tell me when I'm fucking, come up to, go up to three-year-olds and go, hey, by the way, don't get attached to anybody because the sniglets are coming. I do that. That's so, that's a lot of my, a lot of my school workshops involve, involve that. Whispering to children menacingly about sniglets. Sniglets. Did you see them? Yeah, it was for a while. They did say that if there was a sniglet, sniglet attack, that the best thing to do was to uh, huddle under your school desk. Is that still? Do you know who started that? Who sniglets? Why? Because they love eating under desks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, retrospect, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> you know what they like. <laughs> so, how did the Sniglets... Okay, I, I don't want to talk about Sniglets all day. I know you've got other areas of conversation that you like to talk about, but... <laughs> the What did you think of the rise of the kind of fetishization of Sniglets when people started dressing as Sniglets and yeah. going to, like, parties and kind of, like, you know... Sniglosexuals. Yeah. Look, I, I think... Sniggies, I think sniggies, they call it. They like sniggies. Yeah. Listen, yeah. what people do behind closed doors is up to them. That's what I've always said. Sure. And um, listen, I'd be lying to you if I said I hadn't fucked a sniglet. An actual sniglet or a person dressed as a sniglet? Both. I, fuck, I, once, fucked, I once fucked a wow, person dressed either. as a sniglet with a sniglet as a condom. So using the sniglet yeah. to fuck the person dressed as the sniglet, like yeah. a sniglet turducken. That's right. Right. That's, I mean, a, that's an amazing story. It was a wild time. And now, was there, now, uh, that, uh, now I think about it, that this was all covered in your second, the second edition of your autobiography. What was the name of that again? Learning to Snig Again. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. It's got totally story. Right. That's, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was, the second printing yeah. got a bit fruity. I mean, I love the first one, Sniggers with Attitude. I thought that was. I mean, it was really provocative at the time. I thought it really broke down some barriers and some boundaries. Yeah. Like, but yeah. I thought the second one was a bit more, I guess what? It was more, a bit more me. More you, was it? Yeah, it was, it was a bit more me and it was a bit more, look, I'm not going to lie to you. And and this is the thing, I, I think I've been quite open. <laughs> oh, no, mate. You've, you've been nothing but open. I, when the revolution, I appreciate it. When the revolution happens in May. and In May. Let's say what I, I say. Let's say 150 humans survive. It's unlikely it's going to be that high a number, but let's say it's 150 people. Okay, now all around the world or in one particular area? Around the world, but scattered out. Like no, it's going to be pretty for be the pretty... purposes of the sniglets. Mm. Would you like? Are they going to leave? Like you know, at the 150 people going to be scattered over 150 countries, or yeah, that's right. Are they all going to be like in one? Like no, 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 no. It's 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 one person per country. Okay. <laughs> And what what do the Sniglets want that one person for then? If, well, like, that seems not enough people. To reach things, because they're very short. <laughs> but they're on constant call for a whole country? That seems like you keep more people. Like, don't, wouldn't you just keep one in each? Here's the thing about Sniglets. Shouldn't each Sniglet have a human? That's what I keep trying to tell them. Right. And we have a lot of back and forth about this. And right. um, But here's the thing. The one thing... There's two, there's two qualities to the Sniglet. One... Oh, so cute. Right, adorable. The other one, incredibly short-sighted. They're, it's true. They're Both not, literally literally, and, they're like, literally know, short-sighted. Yeah, they can't see, they can't see, can't see past their nose. Thing. Yeah. Incredible Which, nose, though. 
It's quite a large house. I mean, it is. It's like, they actually, they, they it's Jennifer Grey's old nurse. They That's got right. it added on. Well, this is what and Gary Stephanie Marshall did. It's, it's, it's a collaboration. It's Penny Marshall's lips. Yeah. And <laughs> Grey's nose. All right, so uh, look, we should wind up uh, this conversation. I've said way too much. I'm not even going to lie about that. I know you have, but I know I'm going to cop some heat back at HQ. Right, because they do live in incredible heat. That's right. Like that's one of the things. Right, when they're not in the water, they like it's it's very hot in there all the time. Incredibly hot. Incredibly. It's incredibly hot. It's amazing. So they're not very good uh, at living if they get cut in any way. Yeah, uh, and they need to be in either really really hot or underwater. Yeah, if look, if I still it is, feel like we're going to be fine in this war. If, if I still feel like, yeah, yeah. If it's below fifty-five degrees Celsius yeah. and not wet, right? Oh, they'll die. Yeah, it's like speed, but on a thermometer. It's exactly what it's. <laughs> but you know, speed was based on the thermometer at Sniglet House. Oh, was that speed two? Was speed two? Yeah, on the, the, on the shit boat. one. Yeah, on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> boat one. <laughs> all right, uh, Scott Dooley. Mm. We could talk Sniglets all day. <laughs> I think we've done. We've, um, I think we've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is going on with you today? Are you going uh, to the gym? You said you. Were I was meant to gym. go to the gym, but now I'm drinking beer with you. Yeah. So I'll probably just have a swim. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then uh, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, I open in Perth um, tomorrow. So I'll put this up then. I'll put this up tonight. Oh, That's cool. Easy. Yeah, I'll put tomorrow this up then. Tonight yeah, yeah. So Friday, can... Friday the twenty third, I open in Perth, and I'm there for a week with a brand new show. What? What's it called? Ava. And Ava. Ava. E V A. Ava. Ava. Named what? named after uh, Ava Braun. You're sh- hang on. So there's a reason. Okay. I, I, Come I, to the show and find out. Now I did not like pretty hooky uh, when Snitler tried to take over. Anyway, okay, so okay, so it's adorable little mustache though. You must adorable. The one one that could grow black hair. Yeah, just that tiny little black mustache. Ironic. He was so racist. Oh, so racist. Mm. Uh, Wonderful artist though, and a vegetarian. A lot of people didn't know that. I found his art a bit derivative. Yeah, well, it was mostly like based on the work of Larry Pickering, right? The Australian Huge cartoonist dicks. who used to take. You're like, these are really good pictures, but why are these massive cocks? You know that there are members of my family that still think Charlie Pickering's dad is Larry Pickering. Oh my God. They're like, how did Charlie become so progressive when his dad is so racist? <laughs> I always think, I thought of that during the Charlie Hebdo uh, murders, mm. uh, that. Our version of that, because people were like, well, in Australia, could you do these horrible... Because a lot of the Charlie Hebdo... Okay, so some arguments would be made about this, that they offended everybody. They were equal opportunity discriminators. Yeah, I would argue for that. And I'm pretty up for free speech and all those sort of things. But I'd also say that I personally found many of the cartoons that they published racist, right? You can... You can believe in the ideal, but still within it have some grey area to go, well, I don't... I personally still don't like that. Or would I think people should be able to make a rape joke, but I think if you're making a shitty rape joke, I'm happy to go, that's a shitty rape joke, and I don't think you should say it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I, I believe in the principle that you should be able to talk about anything in free speech, but I think free speech comes with some responsibility. But anyway, you yeah. should never be killed for what you say or what you think or for a joke. That is not a world that we should live in. So... But then I started thinking about it and really challenging myself to a mind experiment. I'm like, I would defend Charlie Hebdo. I, I you know, I, okay, I defend that. But 
Would I defend Larry Pickering? Larry Pickering is the Australian Charlie Hebdo. He's this guy drawing these racist cartoons and writing these like, you know, racist and, you know, nutty diatribes on the internet. And if someone killed him, he would be our Charlie Hebdo. And I would have to, you know, and I, I would say that he should not have been killed for that, but I'm not sure I want to retweet his fucking, you know, uh, cartoons on Twitter as a show of solidarity for free speech. Je suis Larry. Je suis Larry Pickering. Uh, yeah, but it's, it, I mean, it's that, um, you know, I disagree with what you say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Correct. Yeah, and I, I, I... No, I agree, but it doesn't mean that I... But but me agreeing with what you have to say doesn't mean... And also, it, it's not, I will agree with you, what you have to say and I will defend to the right your, yeah, to the death your right to say it. It's not, I ag- disagree with what you say and to make a point, I will retweet or republish what it is that you say. Yeah. Yes, I will defend to the, the death your right to say it. Mm. I have never been a person... But you don't have to endorse that, it. But I don't have to endorse it and I don't have to retweet it. I can believe in the idea of free speech without having to republish racist or defamatory or sexist or misogynist free speech. Mm. You're mm. allowed to say it. But you don't need to say it where I am, and I don't need to endorse it and give you a high five. Well, for saying I, it. I had friends, and uh, it's like these people who complain about, oh, you know, we have no free speech in Australia. I'm like, have you read the internet? It's everyone saying everything. Yeah, that, like if I read one more fucking listener comment to something after some like you know terrorist thing, like where they're like, oh, you know, we just can't say what we think about Muslims anymore, and then you're like, read. Every other comment. Read your but comment. People are saying what they think about Muslims. Yeah. We, yeah. No one's stopping anyone from saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's absolutely, yeah. You're complaining that you don't have something that you're exercising right now. And I defend that. But I don't have to like it. And I'm also... It's like I, someone yelling am, from a car. Why are we allowed to drive cars? But what? you... But, uh, but it's also one of those things where I also have the right... Free speech comes with the right for people to not like it and to disagree with it. You just have to disagree with it in the same form. Like, you know, if Andrew Bolt says something I disagree with, then I'm allowed to mock him or parody him or say I disagree. That's what free speech is. But I'm not allowed to go around to his house and fucking, you know, like shoot him. You know, that's mm. that's not what we do. You fight the battles in the place where the battles are being fought, you know. And I think that's why... If someone makes a mocking cartoon, make a mocking cartoon of them. Yeah, well, I, I think I think the the bolts example, and this is kind of might be getting down a slippery slope. I think that's the thing that annoyed me the most. That's who Andrew Bolt wants to keep out of the country. Wrote a whole article about slippery slopes. It was very racist under eighteen C. Should have gone to prison as far as I was concerned. I wonder if me making a racist joke and then blaming on Andrew Bolt like is that am I worse? Because not only did my mind obviously go there, yeah. I then I, like assigned it to someone else who's never actually said that. Yeah. And then the whole time was like, oh, he's a terrible person when I was really Can you believe this? Person. Can you believe this asshole said this imaginary thing that I clearly came up with? <laughs> what a dick. I, uh, but I, I think that's the thing that annoys me when Andrew Bolt, Chris Kenny did it as well. Yeah. Where And these are two kind of right-wing dudes. Um I don't think anyone should kill him either, but I would like to see the headline, oh my God, they killed Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a death threat. Don't take that out of fucking context and put it in cut and paste. We're all getting sued, mate. Um, So when you engage in the cut and thrust, and you and I are part of this cut and thrust, we say things and there's a there's a certain risk to what you say because you can end up in a media circus or you could... 
And and Bolt says that. Bolt says he he. So I I think you know he's part of that. He sells close to the wind. He says what he thinks. When somebody says, "Hey, what you what I I don't agree with what you said. I think what you said is racist or homophobic or whatever," you can't then go. My feelings are hurt. Right. I'm gonna say nah. You can't. You can't do that. You're part of this shit now. I understand if some fucking citizen is there and I go, hey, Joe Bloggs is a homophobe. And he's like, whoa, dude, I'm not a part of this. But you enter this game. Well, Andrew Bolt. You, you, the classic, you relinquish all fault. Unless the it's classic incredibly- one with Andrew Bolt is, and like I, I, to quote The Simpsons, and I will because I just think it neatly gets us out of this conversation but sums up what we're trying to talk about, which is that Andrew Bolt, like will claim he's not racist or you would claim he's not like you know anti-muslim or you claim he's not like you know mm. homophobic or whatever these things and he makes his own justifications and he does all these word games and you, but you know exactly what he's saying yeah it's that classic thing of fox the fox news banner on the simpsons where it said uh not racist but number one with racists <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Andrew Bolt is. I, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's not racist, but yeah. he's fucking number one with racists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to live your life like that, making your shit that you know the people who are lapping it up are those people, then, well, you've made your own, you know, choice. And I guess, you know. you got to sleep at night, but, brother. But the, the thing is that I think would defend his right to do that. And I defend mm. the right of those people to have those opinions. Absolutely. And I would try to fight those ideas with better ideas. Yeah. Right? And if we, if, yeah, anyway. Mm. Heal the world. <laughs> uh, okay, Scott Dooley. So people can see you in Perth. Yeah. Uh, with this oh, my DVD show. comes out tomorrow yeah. as well. Oh, awesome. So yeah. what's it called? Tell it's me called about Debut. that. It's called Debut. It is uh, last Your year's second sh- album. Last year, it's the difficult second album. Uh, it's last year's show. It's like a documentary and stand up. Oh, so tell me about the documentary and stand up. How so does that work? It's all kind of toury stuff. and um, So in between? In between. Stand-up? So it kind of, yeah. So there's like stand up. So how long stuff. is the actual like f- movie? It goes for about an hour. Okay. Yeah. So, so what sort of hijinks are you up to on the road? What are the, some of the highlights? Um, there's, uh, oh, what is it? Like my grandmother interview. It's just kind of showing that stuff, the on the road stuff. So it was initially going to be called Hurry Up and Wait. Right. Which I think you'd probably appreciate. Sure. You know, that kind of. Um, so, yeah, a lot of just road stuff and planes and going to shows and, you know, dicking around. And, right. Yeah, it's good fun. So you took all the boring bits of our life and thought, people need to see this. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. If I can do if I can do anything to discourage one talented person getting into this industry, I will have done my job. Right. That's what the videos like. <laughs> that's what good. it becomes famous for. Like it becomes really okay. I'm going to pitch this to you. Okay. What if this happens? Yeah. Your DVD comes out tomorrow. Yeah. But it becomes like unbeknownst to you, like as in like this is not what you've intended. Yeah. But it becomes the highest selling comedy DVD of all time. But it turns out, it's kind of like March of the Penguins, right? That people aren't, like, buying it because, like, they've discovered it's the perfect thing to show someone if you've got a kid who thinks they want to be in showbiz and you don't want them to. And it's got around the parent community, like, it's whispered (laughs) to each other at, like, the back of ballet recitals and, like, you know, school plays and musicals. Because there's only ever, like, one or two talented kids in there. And all the other parents are like, how do we... How do we dissuade them? And they're like, oh, there's this video. It's called Debut. And like, so you become massive, but it's all for the wrong reason. Do you take it? Yeah, because parents, <laughs> parents don't know how to download shit for free. I'm rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? I jack the price up. 
my uh, DVD is coming out in uh, the end of March. Uh, Illuminati. There'll be two shows on it. Uh, there's the big main show that we did at the comedy uh, at the sorry at the um, Sydney Opera House, and then uh, one of the nights of my completely improvised show, we're putting a whole one of those shows up as well. So that'll be the DVD because I know who fucking buys DVDs these days. I've made a DVD which feels to me like a thing like the negative DVD, parents. <laughs> the DVD shop down my like road just closed. I don't even know where you'd fucking get a DVD now. But anyway, it's coming out and be- to make it special because I still had a... Anyway, I still had a deal. I, I would have loved to do one of those things where I just pay for it all and put it out for $5 online like Louis or whatever. But yeah. Well, I you're co- in the position you can do that. You know I, well, I, mean? I couldn't because I, I still had a deal from No, no, no. Time. But I mean, but, what I mean is like you're an act that... Pays. I can't do that. I'm well, I don't know if anyone but Louis can do it, to be honest. Yeah. Aziz did it. Yeah, like, but big, big guys. Big names, I'm yeah. not sure that even I could I went do and it. saw Aziz at Madison Square Garden. Oh, uh, was it great? It was, yeah. It was, I went to the late show, man. I got out of there at 1.20. How long was the show? He went, he did no, uh, 90 minutes, nearly two hours. Because yeah, it was right. DVD, second taping. Dude, he did two Madison Square Gardens on the one night. I know. Incredible. Two. Fuck my two, two Madison. I was happy about my two opera houses. I heard houses. you doing two, because yeah. you did two opera houses. Like, motherfucker. And then I was like, well, Aziz did two Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Oh, well, racism is fixed then. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't agree with what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a real sniglet right now, man. <laughs> uh so that'll come out at the end of March um, and then hopefully around the world on something. Uh, we, I don't know exactly. I'll, I'll find out all that information, but um, I'm hoping everyone around the world will get to see it in some way, even if you get, have to steal it. But I'm fine with that. I just want people to be able to see it. Uh, and my a new tour is on sale at the moment, Free Will. Um, it, it will be uh, in Adelaide, Brisbane and at Melbourne. Uh, Do you know what dates you're in Adelaide? Uh, the last two weeks. Last two weeks at Adelaide because I'm back in the US all of Feb. We're doing the 200th faux fop at Nerdmelt oh, on amazing. February 9th. Nice with, one, uh, man. With Dave Anthony, uh, Gareth Reynolds, Jen Kirkman, Daniel Sloss, Matt Kirshen. Anyone I've heard of? Faux Fengers, <laughs> the faux fop 200. So that's going to be fucking awesome. Amazing. Uh, it's free, but people have to book tickets. So go to the Nerdmelt site or go to the link on uh, my webpage or any of those sort of places on the Facebook page for Tofop and uh, uh, book your tickets. It's completely free. There'll be beers, there'll be merch and all those guys doing a live podcast it's going to be absolutely amazing but you do have to kind of book so that we you know well we let the people who booked in first and then if there's room, there's room yeah the, then other people can go, come in as well but you know if you know you're going to come and, and you want to make sure that you have a spot book uh, through the link and there'll be new t-shirts and stuff around that um, at, I'm at SF Sketch Fest in San Francisco uh, in February all the dates will be on willanderson.com.au my other podcast Willosophy is back uh, the most recent episode was with Judith Lucy people seem to have really like that Dr. Carr was before that and the next one is with Kurt Fernley uh, oh was, the uh, wheelchair yeah, guy yeah amazing he's an amazing athlete. dude yeah. yeah his book is fucking amazing and um, so I'll probably put that up in the next couple of days as well so check that out uh, Scott Dooley uh, thank you very thanks much thanks for having uh, me I'm in Perth he, Adelaide and Melbourne oh Perth Adelaide Melbourne brilliant uh, and also uh, can I just and I know this is this is probably too much to like finish the podcast with but I know that there was a Sniglet anthem like you know and it was only a couple of couple of it's very you short. have to sing it if you whatever yeah. you, but just the words or whatever mm. but if you could like just leave us with a little bit of yeah. that that'd be just that'd be wonderful when you're doing down the road how you figlet? What's that on your leg? It's a sniglet. 
Watch out if you're Polish. They're fucking on your leg. Fucking on your leg. <laughs> fucking on your leg. Now you got Snagnet Clum on your shoes. I mean, here's the thing I liked about the anthem was it was also a warning. It ruined the Snigget Olympics. Like it's <laughs> I mean, ruined. That's perspective. To be honest, when I watched that live, like it was just one of those you had to be there moments. I was like, are they meant to be beeping this out? <laughs> this, this feels like maybe live, but is, is he not meant to... This is... Really? Are we getting the wrong feed? Is it meant to be a delay? <laughs> it was a great moment. I mean, the expression on Thorpey's face. I mean, it was priceless. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>